0: Hello everyone, Dave here. The Lords of Grantham have been enjoying a much-deserved summer vacation following an intense Season 3 of Poldark. We'll be back later this week with a new episode breaking down the season in its entirety with the characters and all of that stuff that we usually do, but we wanted to tide you over with a preview of what we do over on our Patreon page. For $5 a month, you get bonus episodes, Ranging from an epic run of Pride and Prejudice coverage, which you're getting one of this week, to Star Wars rankings, doubt and bonus features, question and answer sessions, and a whole lot more. And with your monthly pledge, you also get access to our fan-only Facebook group, The Lords of Grantham Lounge, where Corey and I chat with you about whatever it is you want to chat about. Now, I'm recording this in a bathroom by the beach in New Hampshire, so I should probably put my phone down and enjoy this nice weather. So I'm going to do that. Enjoy this uh, bonus episode, and we'll see you with a brand new podcast this week. So long. And hello to our upstairs, to your patreon patrons.
1: Welcome. <laughs> Dave, you threw me for a loop when you texted me this weekend saying "Pride and Prejudice, Pride and Prejudice, I, I mean, I knew he had thought about it or discussed, but you were just like, oh, "Let's do it."
0: <laughs> well, I feel like uh, this this past couple of weeks have flown by. Like, I think
1: mm-hmm. we
0: really got super not comfy because it was only three months, but we got very we got very comfy, for lack of a better phrase, in having a mapped out Patreon schedule to the point that we had discussed things, but it's just been tough hammering something down and I looked at the calendar I said we only have a couple weeks left of this month we haven't even figured it out this week if you listen to our main feed we just talked about a little mini bite-sized episode about Downton Abbey 2 the movie so I said why don't we mm-hmm. watch something meaty and you said okay
1: yeah I mean I was excited to revisit this it's been probably yeah 15 years since I actually watched it uh you know back and did you go to the theater to see this No, no, this is back in my library days where I literally would rent every new movie that that came in uh, on the DVDs because my library would get it like a day or two before it hit the street and Mm -hmm. they would circulate it around the staff for like who had dibs and I was like, Pride and Prejudice, that looks like it would be good and I watched it as soon as we got the DVD at the library. I I did that for a number of years and uh, I recall really liking the movie. The visuals really were striking. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Kieran Knightley, I, I recall, being quite good. And, uh, yeah, I just liked it at the time. It really just felt, I don't know, I, I, as someone who was, I think, yeah, I was still in high school at that time, actually. <laughs> it's wild. I, you know, who, who was very much immersed in, like, the classics of literature at that time and stuff like that. It was it was a good timing to watch something that was Jane Austen and Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm.
0: And how do you feel now?
1: Uh, It's good. I don't know if I, I liked it as much as I did then. And I think that's a credit to how the movie is made. It's much more of a sweeping romance uh, of a movie that I think appeals to uh, you know the young at heart than I think Pride and Prejudice, which really weighs into the Pride and Prejudice, You know, not to be so literal mm-hmm. about it, but about the politics of, of the relationship.
0: Okay. Yeah, they're definitely a lot less uh, subtle than the six-episode show. I have no experience with the... the- book Novel. the original mm-hmm. so i went into this just comparing it to the bbc show
1: which so you had never seen this movie at all or had never any seen this
0: movie it. at all never had any interest at all okay came out in 05 what, what am i gonna watch this i had no interest
1: <laughs> yeah you're you're busy doing high school things
0: yeah duh
1: mm-hmm. as one does Yeah, that was our senior year of high school too when it came out so you know what are you gonna do
0: but, I mean, we don't need to waste time talking about the plot. I just think we should talk about its mm-hmm. differences from the BBC show and what we like better, what we didn't like as much. And I think we should just go down the list and say the, the main rung of characters and say better in the movie or better in the show. Okay. And then next month, yeah. next month we'll do Bridget Jones and we'll do the same thing.
1: Sure. So, <laughs> I mean, the biggest difference that I think it gets called out by a lot of people about this movie is that it takes place in the late 1700s instead of just the instead of the 1800s and mm-hmm. that was a, because the director Joe Wright disliked the visual aesthetic of all these people in those suits that we saw in uh in the TV show or you you know for a point of comparison Emma that came out this past year where they're all like dressed up you know hoity toity he wanted something that's a little bit more naturalistic that fit with the aesthetic of the movie that he was putting together and so that, that comes this is strongly. earlier yeah it's earlier the movie uh, mm-hmm. than, than the book uh, or or the tv show because he wants that more naturalistic appearance but i feel like as much as he, he achieves that it undercuts a little bit of you know w- how the, the the bennets are trying to put on a little bit of a show of who they are you know of, of having maybe some money and stuff like that you know trying to compete in this this world of people they, that are They definitely
0: seem much rich. more modest in the movie.
1: Yeah. And uh, well I even beyond modest, you see these girls wearing like dirty like dresses and stuff. It's almost a little step too poor in the movie to the point of like y- you don't buy it on some level.
0: Yeah, like what what does Mr. Collins truly have to gain from these people?
1: Absolutely. Whereas yeah, in the like, in this show,
0: you're you're you sort of see it's it's modest but it's not it's not mm-hmm. like low income. Or er, or er, it's it's not it's not low class. It, it seems more upper middle class in the the show, yeah. whereas this seems standard middle class, mm-hmm. suburban seventeen hundred suburban equivalent.
1: Yeah. Uh, but you definitely see the money on the screen. This movie has a budget. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's definitely one thing that it, it it visually blows the BBC one out of the water. Like there's no, it's not even a question to me. As soon
1: as you see that first party scene, you you notice it's not them just trying to cram a lot of people in a small room to make it seem like it's a busy party. It's mm-hmm. like an actual happening party.
0: And I think the show does, the, and this is also just the difference between it being the '90s and being the mid 2000s. It doesn't do these sort of bright lights to sort of make it seem like happening. It does a lot of down lighting and mm-hmm. colorful outfits, and it seems more like a Middle class party than some sort of soiree, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But was there anything about this movie, Dave, that you feel it did better significantly than the show or worse?
0: Significantly better or worse? I think that the. I think that they kind of threw all the sisters that are not Jane and Lizzie to the curb. Mm-hmm. They didn't even bother to develop them. And I think that's might have benefited the show. Yeah. Because, is it Lydia is married off to, what's his name? Uh, Wickham? Wickham. She's Mm -hmm. the only one that even needs a little dusting of character. Yeah. But in the show, I feel like we find out, we get the, as I said, they're like uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. We get the three sisters that are just sort of caricatures. There's the nerdy one, there's the spunky one, and there's the one that doesn't seem to be driven by much. And... Mm -hmm. Not knowing much about Mary, Jane, or I didn't Mary, get enough of Kitty. Jane in the
1: movie.
0: Oh, Jane. Jane yeah, I'm I mistaken when I say time, Jane. Yeah. We, yeah. Need to, we need Lizzie and Jane to have character. Yeah. Uh, but in, on that same side, we didn't get enough Jane in the movie, yet, I don't think. I
1: don't know. I, I, I thought they, they did just enough. I, I feel like we don't get enough of her and Bingley. I think we, get, we, we see enough of her, but.
0: That's true. But we also don't see enough of Bingley, period.
1: Yeah, and I feel like they, they play him a little differently here where you, you see it in the ending when Darcy shows up to like tell him you know, what's up. He gets really frustrated that he, he hid this from him, whereas in the TV show, I think it was like kind of... It wasn't so much of his friend playing him so much as like being you know telling him it was like in his defense or whatever. It's a, it's a weird dynamic where he definitely seems like the B character to Darcy's A, whereas in the show, I think they're a little bit more equal.
0: Yeah, there's the moment when they introduce them at the first event and Darcy's in the center. Yeah. Yeah, he's But Bingley him. should be in the center. It's Bingley's house, you know. You'd also think. they they Caroline Bingley is definitely not as mean in this movie.
1: No. Which I think is okay. She doesn't add much in the show itself. But in the show
0: she's kind of Darcy's right-hand person stopping Jane from seeing Bingley in London. Wait. I Which is a much bigger... The, the
1: red... but I thought that's who the Kelly Riley character was in this movie. I thought she was, like, essentially both those com- characters combined. What what characters? The sisters.
0: No, I mean that there's only one sister. Bingley right. only has the one Which... sister. But right. in, the, in... in the show, I feel like she is much more divisive and on Darcy's side as far as keep the Bennets away from my brother. I don't like the Bennets. Whereas in the movie, right. she I seems... I think she kind of likes Lizzie in the scene when I don't think Lizzie's,
1: so. I don't see that that way
0: it's not she's not as mean I don't okay. care.
1: okay that's fair yeah I thought she I think I thought it was wise though to kind of just lop off having um, the extra sibling there and just having the one Bingley sister mm-hmm. uh, like I, I thought that was a smart storytelling uh, decision but I, I also mean, liked
0: mrs. Bennett a lot better than this.
1: Yeah, well, I think that I mean that's the the thing. Uh, the the movie plays a lot less broadly with, with its characters, so mm-hmm. you see that w- with the mother, where I think she goes a little bit over the top, but you get it from the moment why why she is and stuff like that. But it it makes sense, and you see that especially with Mister Collins, to the point where it's oh, like Mister Collins is a totally different character in this. You feel bad for him in some respects because he's living this drama where I think. He doesn't really see this, uh, like his his lack of intelligence and how much it just. It's a sad story for him. This guy who's just kind of caught trapped within his own weak mind. You know, he's just a weak minded man. Well, I feel like
0: he's played in the in the show. He's played a lot more for jokes and as a mm-hmm. sort of dunce. The, but whereas either, in the movie, yeah. it seems like he just straight up has Asperger's. Like he just can't pick up on the room. He's not yeah. reading the room ever, and.
1: It's sad you know like
0: he's he's not downtrodden about Lizzie turning him down he Charlotte is like moments later he gets engaged mm-hmm. to Charlotte and it doesn't seem like a mean thing again whereas in the show he seems furious and at there's his last scene in the show when he comes to talk about uh Wickham and Lydia and he's sort of saying like you guys are done your reputation is done and I just wanted to come ask you about it and all the sisters are like You're just being mean. Get out of our house right now. This Collins does not seem capable of that. Right. Right. I mean, I I prefer this. I prefer this guy over a comic relief character.
1: Yeah, he's realistic. And, you know, there are some moments that are played for laughs, but they feel a little muted just given the the interpretation of the character. I will say, though, uh, I think the show is probably more accurate to the book than this movie because – Joe Wright's not; he's admittedly not a Jane Austen guy, and mm-hmm. Jane Austen books are a little bit—they have more levity; they they have a little bit more lightness and touch, so they're a little bit more fun and like you know observant. Whereas, I I don't think they're meant to be as naturalistic as as it is in this movie, but it it does mm-hmm. work because he bends the whole narrative to this natural store style of storytelling that he's doing,
0: and he has to streamline this book into a two-hour movie, so he does. Mm-hmm. Cut a lot of the tension that that Darcy or not Darcy uh, Collins brings. Mm-hmm. So I think it. I think it's given what you're doing with this character in a shorter amount of time, it makes sense to not make him a dunce, a doofus, to yeah. make him more just socially inept, and it mm-hmm. ties him in with with Judy Dench a lot more effectively.
1: Yeah, she's much more. Like, there's yeah, a lot more. She's it's good. easier
0: to sympathize with someone who has a clear social disorder than it is to sympathize with a dumb person with a big ego. Yeah. So I think that Judy, I mean obviously Judy Dench is a powerhouse in this. her two scenes in this movie. She,
1: great. <laughs> the acting in this movie is just great across the board I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, she comes in and just like she cuts to the, to the quick with you know, what she thinks of the Bennett's and all that stuff and
0: and much less of a outright demeaning than I think in the show. I think she's demeaning, but she's also just you feel her grandiosity in a way that the show doesn't get across in my opinion.
1: And I almost feel like it's like a nature of the story being truncated in some sense, like she comes back quicker, you know, to, to give her two cents it, whereas the show it's like she shows shows up in episode four, and then it's like the end of episode six. She's back, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she's she still got a bone to pick. Whereas here, it's like, oh no no, she has a problem, and she's she wants to to get to the bottom of it. So good to have Judy Dench in a in a prime spot like that. You know, you just, you need like a clutch hitter for that role, and she just comes in and just knocks yeah, it. Yeah, I, I
0: was thinking to myself because I didn't know I purposely avoided the cast list because I wanted mm-hmm. to be su- surprised by people. And I, I said, Lady Catherine de Bourgh has to be a heavy hitter. Yeah. And, oh, it's the heaviest of hitters. It's, it's the, the dame.
1: Yeah, it's the heaviest you can get. But Speaking one, one of heavy hitters. Thing, one, one more thing. Before we move on from Collins, though. Okay. You know, as much as they've, they've rebalanced that character and stuff and, and kind of shorted that role a little bit, you can definitely say that about Charlotte, you know, <laughs> who we didn't even mm-hmm. see that much of in the show, but we barely even know her or see her before she's telling uh, Elizabeth, uh, I'm 27, and I don't have any money or, or means uh, to, to get rich. And it's like, wait, who are mm-hmm. you? What, what? What's going on? You're married? Okay. Uh,
0: well, I feel like we get her in that party scene, but everyone kind of yeah. looks so same. And I feel like mm-hmm. toning down the colors of the costumes yeah, makes all the side characters seem like, is that just another Bennett sister that I didn't see earlier kind of thing? Right.
1: I find it funny that that's one of the memes that has lived on from the movie is just her the quote of her saying like I'm 27 and I have no means of like making something of myself, like I just saw it on Twitter. Like, not Did all of that us that can marry cap. for love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Dave, you were saying uh, actors in this movie.
0: How about that uh, Butler?
1: Tommy Lasalle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they got him. Oh, Pip. <laughs> And another role of service, they, they got him from from the crown. Uh, before preceding the crown, <laughs> he is in this.
0: Good guy. I was proud to see him. I said, "Is that Tommy?" Mm-hmm. I sure
1: mean, enough. this whole cast is stacked. Even you go to the sisters too. Carrie Mulligan's got on to be a big deal. a yes, um, promising young woman. Yeah, Gina Malone's been in a lot of things. Uh, Rosamund Pike uh, had her her moment. Yeah, she she's still good. I mean, they're all in it and. The biggest question mark to me, Dave, is Dar- Darcy at the center. <laughs> what is going on here?
0: I, I I don't know how I feel about. I don't think he, I like him as much as I like uh, Colin Firth.
1: So so let's run it down. Uh, it is Matthew Mcfadden and Dave, you're familiar with him and I'm familiar with him from Fadian, uh, Fadian? Uh, he from su- Succession. Mhm. Where he plays the ignoramus uh, brother-in-law, uh, Tom. <laughs> yep. And he plays that role so well of just being this complete dunce of a fool on that show that it's hard to ever even conceive that he was a romantic lead in Pride and Prejudice, this guy. Uh,
0: I wrote in my notes that he's uh, somehow more downtrodden than Colin Firth when we first see him. Yeah. yeah. it's funny, He seems he's, like he's he's one, one like, dose coating of eyeliner away from being in a tim burton movie a little bit of very
1: hammy yeah yeah i don't know about hammy but he is he's definitely he's he saw yeah he
0: softens much more notably than Mm -hmm. in the the show like it takes him a while in the show in the movie you, you kind of feel him softening the second it starts you feel him falling for lizzie much more outwardly
1: yeah, it's funny just looking at his IMDb and learning that he was like you know this British actor. He's been a bit of a romantic lead in a lot of stuff, and he's he's been around in a lot of things. And to think that Succession is him playing against type uh, or against his own regular character, and that's the role that a lot of people just know him for now,
0: especially over uh, here. Yeah,
1: yeah, but uh, I thought I actually liked him in the role a lot. Honestly, I thought I I, I liked him more than than uh, than Firth. I, oh, I, I, okay. I thought he was a little bit more dynamic in the role in terms of, you know, placing his affections, you know, front and center while catching it in this, you know, this heaviness you know of his heart. Whereas I felt like Firth for me was hitting that same note repeatedly of just like staring at Liz for one reason or another and, and just hiding his emotions. I just feel like it wasn't as didn't show as much range. Uh, and I'm, okay. I'm sure there's listeners saying you're wrong, Corey, you're an idiot. And I, That's fair. That's fine. And that may be a result of Keira Knightley and what he has to play off of here. Mm -hmm. She is so good in this movie. (laughs) She is
0: so much more of a, speaking of being dynamic, she is so much more dynamic than Mm -hmm. the show of Lizzie.
1: Yeah. And I know her portrayal or at least the writing in the movie has gotten, gotten some flack for her being played a little bit too young and naive. In this movie, so so Uh it really kind of gives into her just being, you know, bowled over by by Darcy and not having her own agency agency as much. But she just seems like a living. Yeah, I I mean I I disagree too because I feel like she seems like a living, breathing character in this movie. You know.
0: Yeah, and I feel like uh, Lizzie in the is it Elizabeth Earle? Is that her name or Jennifer Mm -hmm. Jennifer L? She's um, she's almost too full of herself. And I don't she feel like I—I I never got that from Kira Knightley.
1: Yeah, I, I, from the Keira Knightley thing, I think what we get from her is she's just expecting more or or better of Darcy, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and it's not her putting her own self over so much. And I understand that's a big thing in the book that you know she has to get over her own pride and stuff. But I, I like that it's not so much of a of a big obstacle for her. It's just more of a her trying to real readjust, you know. Her own, you know, way with with this Darcy guy. It, it it doesn't feel. It feels like they're more in sync as a potential couple in this movie than they are in the show, where they're. I feel like they're mm-hmm. a little bit not as aligned when we see them.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense. How about Mister Wickham?
1: Ooh. What about him?
0: In the show, he's got these like mutton chops, and he's kind of gray. Oh, yeah. He's older. Mm-hmm. He comes out looking. Looks like a young Drew McIntyre when he walks onto the screen. Yeah,
1: he does look like young Drew McIntyre. Uh, he's only in two scenes in the movie, really—the the beginning and like towards the end when he's already engaged to Lydia.
0: I feel like they do a really good job of streamlining him, though. Yeah, like you I don't feel need like, to see like him all his time. scene is long enough with with Lizzie, where you he, you get the exposition, you find out why he likes her more, mm-hmm. and then he we don't dwell on that too much. I think that's a plot line that just needs to sort of throw an obstacle in Lizzie's heart. Yeah. And it does so without weighing it down with this stuff about, you know, him being a womanizer and, and a mm-hmm. philanderer and all the stuff that he is in the show and in the book. Not yeah. to say that it wouldn't benefit from a little more time, but it's two hours. I was fine with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, he, the actor Rupert friends, he was on Homeland for a number of seasons. He went on to date care nightly for three years after this movie. So there, there you have that.
0: Good work. Rupert. Uh,
1: yeah. But uh, yeah, I think they, that's the thing. I feel like the big spots in this movie, they do enough with them to make them carry weight that it makes up for any kind of like chopping of the plot that, that's really going on uh, mm-hmm. in the movie. And I, I especially like the way they really emphasize the relationship with Mr. Bennett where I, I, it, it comes through in the later episodes of Pride and Prejudice on the BBC one. Uh, but throughout this whole movie, you, you get the sense that a great performance by Donald Sutherland, that, you know, he he's not the best father. He's not the best at making decisions and stuff. And the, the way they tie it together with that scene at the end of the movie, it's great. It just underscores, you know, ha, him making the right choice for, or not choice, but like giving the seal approval for, you know, Darcy and Lizzie got together. It just, it makes it matter, I feel like. It, it really yeah definitely. his position.
0: And I feel like having uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bennett as less cartoony
1: mm-hmm.
0: is just general, mutually beneficial.
1: Yeah absolutely agree. because
0: they're not the, and, and i think we get the scene of the party and it's i think the most well shot scene in the whole movie where the camera's moving through everything where mm-hmm. you have collins trying to get darcy's attention and you have the one sister playing the piano but she's not good and then her father's closing the piano to stop her to stop making a fool of herself that whole mm-hmm. sequence does so much more to establish the bennets as this sort of local family that's just a smidge too annoying
1: yeah which i think the fringes
0: gets that point across much more so than us never seeing that as something that's implied and then mm-hmm. darcy saying remember this and you go oh it's so much better knowing that they're kind of a, a nuisance to their peers
1: yeah no i, I agree uh the, the, the one thing though i cause you highlight there the way it's moving around the, the, ca- the camera to like track them. I think it works well there. I didn't like it throughout the movie where they do the zooms of characters. Oh, the zooms were terrible. <laughs> it was distracting. And it's one of those things where I, I get the sense that Joe Wright wanted to bring like some energy uh, to this, like perceived to be dry text maybe. Mm-hmm. It, but I, I think it's just one of those things where you just have to trust the script and that the, it, the story is good enough that you don't have to have those crazy camera moves. It, it adds mm-hmm. nothing. It's too distracting. Would you
0: rather have the zooms or would you rather have the weird like fade ups where Lizzie sees Darcy in the mirror and sees him I'd in rather the water? Have the and- actually, that was like some
1: <laughs> of my favorite stuff of the BBC one. It's just so weird. It's so just out of place. I love it. Um, I will say though, this movie is so well shot though, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, like a, it, there's, there's two iconic visuals in this movie. It's uh, Lizzie and uh, Darcy having it out in the pouring rain, Uh, Under that awning there, it just looks so like just epic, you know, appropriate for the movie. I mean, you also get her standing at the the edge of that cliff, staring out, which is a great visual. But the ending Mm. of Darcy walking across the land, through the the, like Bill Goldberg, yeah, coming through the fog and stuff, (laughs) yeah, and all the sparklers are coming out and everything, and he's just beating his chest. Uh, Him coming over and then you know them just bringing their heads closer together, that is just masterful visuals. I feel like it looks so mm-hmm. good. Um, and the score is so good for this movie too. It was, a uh, was, uh, Oscar nominated as well. Hmm. I, I cool. like the score and Kara Knightley was Oscar nominated and it really, the movie more than anything, made me wonder what happened to Kara Knightley's career. Really? Like this was like the rocket strap to her. She, she had, she had pirates and this is the kind of thing you do to like prove your bona fides. And she did. Yeah. She did, and you know she does does Atonement uh, a couple of years later with Joe Wright again, which is good. I, I like that movie a lot and really leans into more camera work. Um, does more pirates movies, but really this past five ten years, she I feel like she's been missing in action or taking side roles that don't highlight her chops as much and stuff. It just this is a shame because she's so talented and she's so pretty in this movie too, which is insane. She's only twenty in this movie when when they made it or nineteen going on twenty. Uh,
0: yeah, what happened there?
1: She had everything going for her, you know, <laughs> right? It's just like Wait, you forget so like she how old is she in Pirates? She was uh she was 17 in Pirates or 18 in Pirates. She was wow. super young, man, like yeah, she's only like 3 years older than us.
0: Goodness gracious, good for her. There's yeah. an alternate uh, US ending?
1: That so that's one thing I wanted to bring up was the movie actually ended in the UK with the scene with her father and because you know we're the US and we need our happy endings they tacked on the whole thing with them sharing sweet nothing Goldberg and kissing scene. no no the Goldberg scene takes place that that's before the the mr. Bennett scene it's, mm-hmm. it's them sitting in front of the water uh, the Mr. Darcy
0: yeah. scene or Mr. Darcy
1: yeah yeah or that. Mrs
0: Darcy whatever yeah that one
1: right and then I, a lot of test audiences in the UK hated it so they removed it from the UK one. But then I think somewhere down the line, they just added it back in because the UK felt like they're being (laughs) held back from having the actual ending that the rest of the world had or something. Uh, Yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh, I mean, I get how it's a little bit sappy and stuff, but I don't know. It's It's better than the show
0: ending with them having a wedding and them like kissing after their wedding on on a
1: cart. Well, that was something he said. He, he said he didn't want the traditional just wedding ending. and It would be too happy compared to the naturalistic uh, approach he's taking with the rest of the movie, You know, which I understand. Mm-hmm. But I feel like ending it with just her conversing with Mr. Bennett is almost a little too pat, a little bit too, uh, I don't know, simple. I, I, I don't mind having a cheesy romantic ending because that's more in line with what a lot, a lot of the movie is. Mm-hmm so
0: all right well i mean i would say which one is better but it's a six hour breakdown versus a two hour i feel like they both do it differently
1: yeah absolutely i mean there's people who prefer this uh, just because i think the visuals and the romance between the two of them there was a lady uh when this was on netflix watched it 287 times within a single year mm-hmm. uh, they they just so prefers it
0: to the the bbc
1: Yeah. So, some lady in uh, Chile watched it 287 times, which I I can't even fathom watching anything that much. Uh, happy for her though; she found something that makes her happy. Uh, yeah, I I mean, there's a lot of aspects about this. I, I I like I like the visuals. I love the performances. BBC one, I do like that. It's a fuller story, and mm-hmm. it, it it has a different angle. It, it's hard to choose, honestly. It's it's like two different. It's two different things in a lot of ways. Two different beasts.
0: Yeah, so let's let's just go down these character names, and mm-hmm. we'll see what who we like better. Ninety six miniseries or the 05 movie. So let's start with okay. the ninety five. You want to start with the the the, and we also didn't talk about the fact that Isabel Isabel Crawley has it is the aunt in that like two scenes. She's fine. Yeah,
1: she shows up. Yeah.
0: You want to just start from the top or start from the bottom?
1: Let's start from the, let's start from the top.
0: Okay, Lizzie.
1: Uh, give me Karen Knightley.
0: Kira Knightley, yeah, definitely. Uh, Jane.
1: Uh, I, I'm I, going I'm the, on the BBC series, actually. Yeah, yeah. Same. So
0: we same. so we're two for two. Um, let's just lump the three other sisters: Mary, Lydia, and let's say Mary and Kitty. Limp them together because Lydia has a little bit. Uh, I go. I go movie. I like Carrie Mulligan. She's she's something. Yeah, she's she's okay. So uh, Mrs. Wickham, Lydia.
1: Uh, Mrs. Wickham Lydia Oh, Lydia, Lydia. Bennett Oh, the TV, the TV show because she's way over yeah, the top Yeah, TV show <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Bennett Absolutely the movie I think Donald Silverman knocks it out of the park in this movie it's He's like, really it's your, good one but one of his this, best better roles
0: This is one of the ones where I think it's actually a competition because I really liked Mr. Bennett in the show but he's a lot more I'll, I'll lean with you movie I just kept thinking Bennett.
1: Bilbo Baggins when I saw him on the TV show <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what he looked like to me uh, Mrs. Bennett. Dunn. I mean, it's Brendan, Brenda Brenda Blethyn. I mean, she's a fantastic actress. I got to go with the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we are on record. And I she's think she's not playing to the rafters. In, in the Lords of Grand Lounge, people were like, "Do you really dislike Mrs. Bennett?" And I said, "Yes, I really don't like that character in the show." And I didn't. Nope. She was much more manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte.
1: Uh, she's barely in the movie, so <laughs> I mean, just give it to the TV BBC. Yeah,
0: the, sure. Show. Bingley.
1: show. TV show.
0: The show, yeah. Bingley's definitely better. Uh, the let's, let's say Caroline Bingley and both Bingley sisters. I,
1: I did like the, that they at least made uh, Bingley and Caroline Bingley redheaded. So you could tell that they were related. Whereas in the show, it was like, wait, they're related? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was hard to tell. Um, I, I like Caroline Bingley in the movie.
0: Yeah. I like if she was a little less of a caricature. Yeah. What? I
1: that's what said I
0: liked her better show. in the movie. Okay. All right. Uh,
1: Darcy. I mean, that that's the question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, and I'm going to take the controversial stance that I like Matthew McFadden. Whatever. I'm going I'm going Firth. You just like to see him hop in lakes, don't you?
0: No. I, I mean, we got to see Matthew McFadden get covered in rain. Same thing.
1: Ah, yeah, Moisture. I, I like the IMDb trivia that... He couldn't wear glasses, and he didn't have any, any contacts, so they had to wave a red flag for him to walk towards in the field at the end of the movie because he just couldn't see. <laughs> Why couldn't he wear a contacts? Because it was foggy or something. They would fog up or something Okay, I don't whatever. Know. I don't know.
0: Um, let, let's just keep going to a couple more important ones. Okay.
1: Wickham. Uh, TV show.
0: He's pervier on the TV show, but he has more to do. So I,
1: I like his much I chops. don't know. I think, They're, I strong. Think... They're strong chops.
0: I I I like I'm going to go movie cuz I I think Drew McIntyre he's going to claim more. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh Collins. I uh I'm going to, to go with the TV show. Uh, I like, I, I like depends actually.
0: Depends on what you're looking for. I I I thought that this more nuanced uh spectrum Collins is better than mm-hmm. just the moron Collins. I like this movie okay. better. Uh Sure. Catherine Lady Catherine de Berg. I mean, it, it, come on, it down. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I think that's really the last important one. Yeah. So yeah, Never that's it. that's it. That's that's the 2005 Pride and Prejudice.
1: Yeah. Uh, I hope you, you know, can give us some feedback of, of what you thought about the movie as well. Keep the conversation. Yeah, going let us a little know
0: bit. what takes you disagree with and agree with, and should we do Bridget Jones next? Should we do? I know there's that sequel series. I'm okay yeah. if this whole
1: year winds up being a Patreon. P- Proud uh, and precious. Proud and prejudice. <laughs> and we and we I'm never gonna read the book. Just, so just deciding what is Pride and Prejudice. I, I mean, yeah, we should, but you know.
0: I'll do audio book or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking right, of money, well, thank you for giving it to us. We appreciate you keeping the ship afloat. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we'll catch you on the regular pod.
0: Yeah. See you next week or whatever it is.